When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and save Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and save Everybody and welcome back to the Mass Singer Rahapa podcast. We're here once again to recap episode two of season seven, aka Mass Singer: The Good, the Bad, and the Cuddly. Interesting choice for the title. I am your host Puya, the Potatoes and Vakili, ready to pounce on all of the guesses or not for this episode. Now, usually I have my ride or die here with me. Today, I'm being joined by a new person to the panel. And let me just give you a heads up on who it could be. Let me give you a little seed of information, potentially, to ponder on with this mega clue. The mega clue. Mega clue. Kidding. It's the one and only Liana the Chip Boris back again. Liana, how are you doing? Oh, I yeah, I, I'm doing well. I was confused. I was like, wait, am I supposed to be here? What happened? Am I supposed to be someone else? Like, is this a persona thing? I, I was not clued in on the bit. But uh, yeah, Mega Clue Night is here and we will discuss everything and uh, get into every single Mega Clue. Right, which... Honestly, it would have been mean if I said, all right, and here is my guest, Joe Pesci. And then you just have to pretend to be Joe Pesci for 45 minutes. Hey. No, <laughs> no, I don't know who that was. Okay. So, you know, I think it's right that we start with the term mega clue. It became the big theme of the night, which can we just speak on the fact right out the gate that for an episode that, you know, had the mega clue dropped on us, there were no clue packages. It was one clue. One clue. I, I got confused. I thought maybe I had just missed it. I went back. I was like, oh, maybe I wasn't paying attention because they've done this before where they've said, oh, last week on The Masked Singer, I felt blah, blah, blah. I performed this song, whatever. We've seen that before, but then usually they segue into the clue packages, but then it just skip right to the performance. And so... I got confused and then I was like, oh, they're doing the mega clue. But then the mega clue really wasn't a mega clue. It was just like one clue that would be in the clue package. So it didn't feel like a, anything substantial. It, I just felt like they just phoned it in. They didn't even bother. That is how it felt to me. It felt like Mastering was like, you're going to watch no matter what. So deal with it. That's really <laughs> what it was. That really is what it was this week. Yeah, clue package. See last week. <laughs> like they just cited last week's episode. They were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go perform. Go look there. That's where the clues are. We Which didn't bother. Honestly, is is good and bad. Good in that. Okay, there is less to talk about here. So if you are looking for a shorter podcast, you've got that. Bad because if you were looking for a longer podcast, you won't get that because. We could literally say, look at our analysis last week for who we think it is, because we didn't get anything new, really. We got one little clue that might lead us somewhere, will probably lead us nowhere. Interesting choice by Mass Singer. 
Yeah, I mean, I felt like these are the types of clues that if you're already leaning in a particular direction, you can use to either confirm who you feel it's going to be. But it's not like you're going to get a lot more information that's going to direct you a certain way. So absolutely. Just like what? (laughs) We will move. Yeah. And then also this format of we're going to have the same group back again, but this time we're going to add a duel at the end for the bottom two to participate in. We've had the SmackDown before. I did go back and watch some SmackDowns after watching this duel. The SmackDowns were better, were way better. The duel didn't hit for me. I'm looking forward to next week because we will be done with this group and we will go to the next group because, my God, this I don't love showing us the same five people three weeks in a row. Yeah, honestly, I'm I mean, at least it's only three weeks, right? So it's mm-hmm. three episodes. We're over new group. I'm excited for that. I they've done shoot. They did the Smackdown. Did they do the Smackdown again? Because I know they've done it where like each one of them performs a song. But then didn't they do it where they both perform the same song? Or am I uh, making that up? You might be making that up. I feel like okay. so I initially thought it was just season two. But then when I was looking back, there is definitely some season three um smackdowns as well with the astronaut yeah. and the banana so sorry, the banana was season two um so there's definitely some other ones that were done as well yeah no i think i'm making that up i think it's just they do they each do a snippet of a song yeah so like they had snow owls versus popcorn i believe that was season four mm-hmm. um broccoli versus mushroom that was that season as well so yeah um again interesting choice of format well, let's just dive in and start talking about the rest of the show that happened. First of all, we have a guest judge this week. Domino Masters' very own Eric Stone Street mm-hmm. is on the panel, Liana. Now, Eric Stone Street will always be um, from Modern Family to me, always. Have you shown or thought of showing interest in watching Domino Masters? Well, it's, it you know, very much Lego Masters energy, but I don't necessarily have the same association with Domino's I do with Legos. So it has not crossed my mind, but, you know, good for him for getting the hosting gig. I thought, so I genuinely thought that it was going to be people playing Domino's, not people using Domino's to make, like, design. Oh, oh, <laughs> So I was baffled because my immediate thought was, oh, so you are essentially Lego Masters is what you are. This is Lego yeah, Masters. That's what I'm, but with yeah, dominoes. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because they have to build like big domino design. Like, you know, we see those ones on TikTok where they like knock them over. And it's really satisfying to watch. It's like yes, that. <laughs> it is like that. But then also yeah. in this instance, you don't want to see them drop because they're making like sculptures and stuff with it. They're making big skyscrapers with them. Which, yeah, I, I will admit I've never seen an episode. Wait, it's like skyscrapers? I just assumed it was... No, it's like, not them making nice patterns. patterns that are super satisfying. I'm looking at some clips, and oh. it is uh, them making big sculptures, and everyone's getting very stressed when they're toppling over. So <laughs> there there are some pattern ones as well I can see here. There's some patterns, some they're making big buildings, which oh, stresses okay. me out. Okay. Maybe we'll have to check it out. Uh, we will not. But oh my god, yeah! In the can. first wait, season one, episode one, qualifier sports night, they have to make a Rube Goldberg machine. That's kind of cool. What is that? Uh, it's like a um a machine where it goes through a bunch of different steps. We've definitely seen them before, where it's like this rolls into this, which then knocks over that. That oh, I love those. Yeah, exactly. I am still not going to watch this show. Okay, well. <laughs> You can, and everyone yeah. can, okay? But I will not. I There's too much going on in my life right now. Yeah. Well, with all the extra time, we'll save not watching the clue packages. Maybe we'll have time to watch Domino Masters. Honestly? <laughs> Which, I like, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I just want to go back to that whole thing because it's not like I was trying to rack my brain for why they cut them. And the I was like, oh, maybe it's a time thing because they had to do four performances and then the SmackDown. But that's the same as five performances, which they did last week. So, like, what? I don't know. It's an interesting choice. They So we know that they have removed the vault guesses. That's no longer there. And 
Now they've also removed clue packages from the second episode, which that is personally what I signed up for Mass Singer was I want to play detective. That's what I'm. Yeah. I want to play I detective. Know. I'm like, ooh, I want to overanalyze a clue. It's an upside down like letter P. I'm like, is that a B or a P? Is that a D? I don't know. I want to do that. So not having that does take it away because now we're just judging on performance, which is fine because the performances are good and bad. Right. So, but they're, they're easier to analyze than a clue package that's more open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Cause I mean, really you get from the performance, oh, their voice and their movements, which not exactly my area of expertise. So it's not like, unless I know who it is, I'm like, oh yeah, this person. Yeah. I, I'm good at ruling out people, but I'm not good at guessing people. And let's get to it then. Let's start trying to guess or rule people out however we can to the best of our abilities. Firefly comes out first. Okay. Firefly is the only one left from Team Good in this batch of four performers. And Firefly performs Pretty Young Thing by Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. Again, I love what the Firefly is doing by putting a spin on the original and making it their own. I like that quite a bit. I love that the motif was overall purple. I enjoyed the dancers, although I couldn't tell. Now, here's where I'm going to overanalyze. Were the dancers flower heads or were they something else that I missed? Yeah, they were flower or like petal heads. They reminded me a little bit of Mother Nature with like a, the face mask, but I think oh, it was tough to okay. see because it was white. Mother Nature, not the not the being, but um, not the not the world, but the mass singer performer. Yeah, that, that's a thing, right? I, I think so. Yeah, it was it was it was like green. Mother, no, Mother Nature was like oh, no. purple. Who? No, no, that was. Um... You're thinking of flower. <laughs> no, Mother Nature had like a green face, like it's like a humanoid face, which actually it's not the one I'm thinking of though. You're thinking Who of was flower. Patty Labelle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Patty Labelle was the flower, right? Yes. I think it was her. Yes, yeah. that's what I was thinking of. But now that I'm looking at the picture, it didn't even really look like that. So I apparently I fuse things together in my brain um, and none of it's real. So cool. <laughs> OK, well, what did you think about the performance? Yeah, I mean, of course, I thought it was really good. The vocal runs that she did were, were really fun. I think that that shows off more of her talent. She had some dancing in there, which was cool. So clearly this is someone who maybe not like a huge dancer in the way that we've seen other stars capitalize and show off their dancing ability, but she's clearly got some moves. And there has been so much talk of her legs from the judges. They just keep dancer legs, dancer legs, dancer legs. I feel like I'm being beaten over the head with dancer legs and I don't know if it's a misdirect or I don't know if it's something I should be focusing on. Either way, <laughs> it's something I definitely noticed. She's definitely serving dancer legs. I can attest to that. I can see that as a as a dancer myself. Yeah. You know, <laughs> takes one to know. Like, what one. does that mean? Just like long, lean, strong legs. You can't tell how strong the legs are. They're inside they look strong. Listen, legs can just look strong. Or look not strong. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, thanks for clarifying. Well, I do and think that um, I do think the Firefly is vaulting potentially some of their dancing ability. And if I'm going to make a bold prediction, I think we're going to see some razzle dazzle from the Firefly next week. I just have a feeling it's going to be razzle dazzle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we're going down to only one champion from Group A next week. So if you want to make it, you really <laughs> got to pull out all the stops. Why? Why are you laughing? Because I feel bad for whichever one of the thingamabob or the firefly gets lumped in with the cyclops <laughs> and goes out in a whatever you went out. <laughs> I know, right? That's why like ugh, both of them should advance. Whatever. I don't care. So the other thing that I noticed is that she seemed taller than what I noticed before. Or maybe I did notice that she was tall. I mean, obviously she's wearing heels, so it's hard to get like an exact sense. Maybe that's where the dancer leg thing is coming from. Is like, oh, she just looks really tall because of her long legs. Right. Well, I don't have anything else from this performance. <laughs> so Okay, well, the mega clue. Let's talk about the mega clue. The mega clue. Yeah, it's for real. Play the sound drop. Play the sound drop. Play the sound drop? Okay. Yeah. Fine. If you insist, if you insist, we do have the time today. So the mega clue, mega clue. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
It's like a oh, roller coaster ride. I can hear myself. Oh, okay. Whoa! Yeah, it is. It's like a roller coaster ride. It's so funny. Um, like they were so hyped, and it was so funny because each time they revealed the mega clue, like, oh my god, not the mega clue! <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just a picture of Pharrell. <laughs> It's a picture of Pharrell cut into four pieces that the that the the men in black initially did not put the right side up and then had to rearrange. I loved it when they came out and it was, oh my god, it's a puzzle. It's like it's four pieces. You can tell it's Pharrell before he even assembles it. It's the, like hat, the, it's the Arby's hat, said, the legendary yeah, exactly. Arby's hat picture. So exactly. Oh my god, this is all right. So Pharrell. So and then what did she say? It's like Pharrell was instrumental in my development or my something there was like some interesting phrasing Pharrell was the way a major key um major key was mentioned so i thought it's dj khaled but then i thought about it a little further <laughs> it's got to be someone that pharrell has either collabed with or signed mm. or something yeah well dj khaled does have dancer legs so <laughs> famously have you not seen that gif of him dancing <sighs> all moved. right so uh, what about out of our guesses from last week do any of them relate to Pharrell? I said Monica's not a bad guess. I wrote down Brandy, uh, Taraji P. Henson, Mary J. Blige. Aisha Did Tyler I make was in the guesses? mix. Aisha Tyler. Do any of those fit? I mean, any the thing is, you'd have, to, you'd have to Probably. dive into you'd have to dive into Pharrell's, um, like you know, collaborations and where he fits and what he's done. To figure out who are the people that, because like people I know that are associated with him, um, mm-hmm. I know that uh, Gwen Stefani has collaborated with him. I know that you know Kalise has collaborated with him. So, but I don't think it's either of them. So then it's like, well, who is it, and what type of collaboration is that, or is it just they inspired me? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, according to. Robin, everyone has collaborated with him, so it doesn't really help to narrow it down. Right. And I'm going through and Googling all four of those guesses that I made, and all four of them have collaborated with Pharrell. So that did not help at all whatsoever. No, Screw Pharrell you, Mega Clue. Pharrell is instrumental in so many careers. I love Pharrell. I followed his work from very early on. And remember, when I thought the mushroom could be Pharrell, I was losing my mind. Yeah, But it's going to be very hard to get anything off of this mega clue. So the mega clue is a big clue, but it's also a very vague clue that's not going to give me a lot to go off of. Yeah, I that did not help at all. <laughs> not in the least bit. Okay. All right. Well, good, now good, that we've good. covered that and we're on the same page <laughs> that it didn't help us get anywhere. Let's get to what the judges got out of the Pharrell clue. Okay. Mm-hmm. Eric Stone Street. Whips out the Aisha Tyler clue again. Brings up Aisha Tyler. Apparently, he did a parody of the song "Happy" mm-hmm. called "Tacky" with Aisha Tyler. Oh. So that was there. That was a good, good mention. Um, Robin Thicke said Tyler Perry clue linked with this brings him to Keisha Cole. So Keisha Cole is so again major key. Keisha Cole, not bad, not bad. Mm-hmm. Nicole brings up Lauren Hill, which would pump me up if Lauren Hill is on here, but I don't think this is Lauren Hill. Yeah, I don't think so. All right. Well, that's it. That's it for the Firefly. Until later. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Talk about the one-eyed bandit on the panel or on the stage. It's Cyclops time, Liana. Take it away. Okay, Cyclops, Team Bad, uh, Giant Headman. So, obviously, again, no clues. So, the performance this week was Suspicious Minds by Elvis Presley, which I love this song. I liked the whole vibe that he was in a cave. I don't know why it makes sense. The Cyclops would be in a cave. And I did feel like the Cyclops, I it, it, this solidified the draft order from last week for me, where it was between the Cyclops and the Ram for that last place slot. And I was like, oh, yeah, the Cyclops is definitely better. I feel like he's got such a unique voice that it's very... Like, it was very enjoyable to hear. I think my main issue with the performance was, like, I can't tell if his costume is built so that his head is facing down or he can't lift his head because it's so heavy. But either way, it felt like he was just looking down the whole time. (laughs) It could be a design flaw. I do think it might be a design flaw because the back of the head is very chonky. Mm -hmm. So 
I think it's just built in a way where it will not sit straight on the shoulders of the costume. It'll tilt down more, I think. I yeah. Think. Or maybe like maybe they did. Maybe it's not a design flaw. Maybe they did it on purpose because a lot of cameras come from that angle. And otherwise, if it was too tall, they wouldn't be able to like see the full head. But it just felt like he was looking down at the ground. And I wanted to be like, have confidence, Cyclops. You're good at this. Look up, like embrace the crowd. <laughs> You're going to make podium, Cyclops. You're OK. Yeah, It's OK. You got this. Like, be confident. Look up. It's all right. <laughs> make eye contact with people. Literally, eye contact. Well, uh, well done. I will say, I will say. Contact. Nice. I actually also really like the cave motif with all this. I thought it was a very good choice for for the Cyclops. I think that worked out well. The Cyclops did infinitely better than last week. Um, But that's not saying a lot. I do also think the Cyclops is going to be hurt next week, no matter how good of a performance the Cyclops puts out, because the Cyclops doesn't have a lot of movement. So mm-hmm. no movement equals no razzle dazzle equals not a, you know, X factor that you can add into your performances. We might have seen everything we can see from the Cyclops at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do feel like also like no tea, no shade to the Cyclops, but even the Firefly and the Thingamabob are just performing at a level above the Cyclops, like sorry, Cyclops. So I just do feel like he's probably in that third place slot here, but it was nice to get this performance. Cyclops's best feature is that the one eye moves in the costume, in my opinion. That's pretty cool. I do love that. What I did not love was the one eye dancers. It was a very strange face mask (laughs) that the dancers had to wear for this. I didn't love that. Now it's mega clue time. So in this mega clue, It was a meteorite that Mm -hmm. may have crashed in 1988. Okay, yeah. So this was a meteor that crashed to Earth in 1988. It was found in Ken's backyard. I don't know if that's relevant, but something, something galaxy far, far away, which I didn't know if that was a Star Wars reference. I mean, it is, obviously, but like, I don't know if that's what they're trying to imply here. I think the big question is 1988. Yes. Obviously, the first thought is like meteor crashes to Earth. Oh, that's when he was born. But I feel like he has a more mature voice for being born in 1988. So that makes me feel like it's someone older than that. So then the question is, is what does 1988 represent? Like, is that like maybe they were in a movie that came out in 1988, like some type of sci fi movie? Because I was looking back at the clues from last week. This was my classic guess of the voice of the turtle in Finding Nemo. Of course it was. Of course it was. (laughs) I was like, okay, so probably not that. So let me go back to the previous clues. I saw there was a lot of stuffed bears. There was popcorn, the compass that was pointing to the southeast. Southeast. Yeah, the comic book that they mentioned, the turtle with a cowboy hat. And also, apparently, I thought that hats were very important. I like lots of hats. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Maybe someone who wears lots of hats. I don't know. To be honest, it doesn't really provide any more information for me. Again, this would feel like more confirmatory evidence if I had a a path. Maybe something happened to Andrew Stanton in 1988. Let me Google it. Well, there was a movie by the name of Deep Impact from that's 1998. Never mind. Moving on. Um, (laughs) Oh, you said 1998. It's 88. It's 88. I had the wrong date. Yeah, I had the wrong date. Yeah, no, 1988 is the date on the... Yeah, I'm saying that I was about to put out a theory that was wrong, so I backtracked. Uh, Let's see. I see nothing for 1988. Most everything starts in 1998. Right. So Mm. all of this to say that this clue didn't help. My immediate thought was, what year did the movie Problem Child 2 come out? Because I had this vague memory that there was like a rolling meteor thing that was a part of it but that movie came out in like 1991 so <laughs> i'm trying to look for movies that came out in night <laughs> you think it's someone from rain man <laughs> oh coming to america came out in 1988 liana the clue said meteorite meteorite what are you looking at <laughs> movies from 1988 Movies that came out in 1988. I shouldn't maybe. expect more from someone who guessed the turtle from Finding Nemo as their as their guest last. Wait, week. I don't understand. What am I doing wrong? 
you're looking at just the year, but not the the reference, the meteorite reference, which I think, you know, has a has something to do with it. So maybe look at sci-fi movies in 1988, okay, potentially. Fine. Space movies in 1988. There we go. Now, now you're cooking with fire. Okay, let's see. Oh my God, did Space Mutiny come out in 1988? It's a mystery. They do mystery science theater version of it. It's so funny because technically Space Mutiny was like a softcore porn. Okay, Critters Two. What is Critters Two? I don't. What is Critters One? (laughs) Okay, there's a movie called Deep Space, a spaceship with a hidden monster. Oh, with a hideous monster with an incredible appetite for flesh crashes to Earth. Okay, let's see. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Okay, I'm listen, not all of this, yeah, all of this is to say that we don't know. Okay, I don't know. This clue did nothing for me, um, and I really tried. You know, the and the judges they went a direction that I wasn't mad at Eric Stone Street's guess of John Lithgow based on the third rock from the sun being like the, re- yeah. the key reference. I like that guess. What I didn't like was Ken guessing Chris Pratt. Oof! Actually, is this also? Didn't is this where someone guessed Rob Thomas? Oh my god! Yeah, this is when Nicole puts oh. up the blasphemy that this is Rob Thomas. I was like, that I, voice is so much better than the Cyclops. Sorry. Oh my god! I I died inside. I love <laughs> Rob Thomas. I love Matchbox Twenty. He is like one of the best voices ever, and I just cringed so hard. That's I think such the an insult is better. to Rob Thomas. Mm-hmm. Cyclops no, no, shush, 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 shush. That's such an insult to Rob Thomas. Like, that's so rude. Listen, Nick, are you an artist that was part of the Pussycat Dolls? Shit, technically, have you seen those TikToks? She, like, was the Pussycat Dolls. Yes. So then her opinion on musicians <laughs> weighs heavier than our opinion. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I love your refusal to play along. Okay. So anything else about the Cyclops before we go to the next person? Okay, there was a meteor shower in 1988 called the Oranid meteor shower. Do you think that helps? I'm willing to bet that it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Shucks. I really don't know. I mean, watch. This is going to be one of those where when we get the, (laughs) the unmasking, they're going to be like, (laughs) <laughs> the word meteor has met in it and this person was a baseball player for the Mets in 1987 not even yeah, 88 I believe it. so I believe it. it's mass singer nonsense of course mm-hmm. alright let's you know what let's not go to the next performer let's just jump to the thingamabob and then talk about the next performer and the duel at the same mm-hmm. time Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. So, Thingamabob is the next one on the board. I think I'm willing to say, Liana, that you may have gotten a steal with the Thingamabob. I definitely thought that Firefly was far and wide better last week. I think the thingamabob leveled it up for me here. I think the thingamabob could really be in the finals, like overall this season. 
Yeah, I I don't think I definitely don't think it's a, a open and shut case for either the Firefly mm-hmm. or the Thingamabob. I but I do feel if I had to give the edge to one of them, I think I would probably give it to Thingamabob. I I don't think that the outcome like who is in the duel with the Firefly being in the duel was valid, but that being said, I still do think that the Thingamabob obviously depends on song choice, but I just really feel like they have hmm they have uh, uh, je ne sais quoi. They just they have they have something interesting about them that I like. I want to know more, and I do really think they're an athlete. The fact that they keep talking about it's a big dude, it's a big dude, it's a big dude, it's a BD. Like that means something. I think it's. Are you be saying athlete. there's no big dude non-athletes out there? No, but like, why would they keep mentioning that it's a big dude unless because they're surprised? Extremely important character trait. Yeah, but it's a big costume. It's I no, it's not that it's a big costume. It's a big dude because the Cyclops is a big costume. This is a big dude. So I I think it has to be an athlete, or if it's an actor, it's someone who's giant. Okay, go on. Are you gonna? Is this leading to you having a heavier guest than last week? I'm still in my same boat of the fact that I think that it's a Philadelphia Eagles player. And based on the mega clue this week that it's Shields, I think that it's the guy that I thought it was last week. Um, not the not the tight end, Jordan Malata. Malata. That's I don't know how you say his last is? name. That's who I think it is based on the fact that he can sing. He's a Philadelphia Eagles player. He sh- he's a um he's in the O-line. They shield the quarterback. Shield quarterback quarterback shield. And the fact that the other thing that they mentioned was that uh it was the Bulldog. There was the Bulldog and he played for the Bulldogs when he played rugby. That's what I keep going back to. Now, they didn't give us more clues this week, but this is what I'm saying where I use the mega clue to like confirm who I think it is. Where is where is this person from? He is from Australia. I did get the I did get a hint of an accent I thought <gasps> when the judges asked about the mega clue to like expand on it. I felt like I heard an accent. So Ooh. I don't know though. This this still this link this is a wild one for me. But also, I imagine Victor Oladipo was a wild one for you because you wouldn't have really known about him. Yeah. Now, yeah. Plus, this guy is six foot eight, three sixty five pounds. He's a massive. He's a big dude. He's a BD. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just like. I don't either, but it was just, it was the set of clues from last week that just, I just got, uh, now that being said, I was convinced that the Ram was not a football player. Now, technically he's not a football player, but like he was related with football. So what do I know? But that's where my gut is telling me to go. Okay. Well, my gut is telling me nothing. I have nothing. I, I really have nothing. Genuinely. Okay. Well, nothing. Alan Alan Richardson, who we talked about last week, someone tweeted at us. Apparently, he did play Aquaman. Right in in Smallville. I, and yeah. thank you, by the way, to those of you who do tweet us feedback. I do appreciate it quite a bit. It was fun seeing those as the week went along. I honestly, that's all I wrote in my notes was I still think it's that, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and and. I still think it's that, even though I feel like I got a hint of an accent. I felt like the rest of the speaking voice gave me Alan Richardson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, I is mean, it Richardson? 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 Richardson. Alan Richardson. Alan Richardson. Yes. Who? How big is Alan Richardson? Six foot two. B D. B D. He's a big dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> what are we even doing? They didn't even give us clues this week. They clearly don't care about the us. The clues were Reach. <laughs> he played Jack Reacher this year in a show. Okay, Reach, mm-hmm. Reacher, Reacher, Reach. Okay, okay. It's the Thingama Bob. 
uh, Bob. He has a brother named shoot. I don't know, but I'm sure Bob. He knows someone named Bob. So in oh, the oh in, my god, in the movie Office Uprising, he played Bob Thingama Bob. I don't know. I was making fun of you. Oh wait, <laughs> what? No, <laughs> you're being mean. Well, I, I went to check uh, what the mascot was for the Blue Mountain State uh, because I forgot, Team. and it's the so Mountain before. Goats. So yeah, 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 Mountain Goats, Bulldogs. Huh? Huh? And they're yeah. both animals. They're both animals. Okay. So I thought this performance, this was um Ed Sheeran, right? We got an Ed Sheeran tune here. Yeah, um, perfect by Ed Sheeran. Very good. The ballad was nailed. I thought this was very well done. I love the the minute I saw the background and it was all just like galaxy stars type thing, I mm. knew we were gonna get a ballad. Then the floor started smoking up. I thought, okay, we're getting a ballad. Knocked out of the park. Thingamabob knocked it out of the park. And I'm excited to see what the Thingamabob does, but I'm also mentally not ready to say goodbye to one of Thingamabob or Firefly next week. I thought this was the best performance of the night. I felt like, even though the ballads are really not exactly my jam, I prefer something more upbeat. I did feel like the combination of the sparks from the ceiling, the smoke on the ground, it really allowed the Thingamabob sort of just uh, still entertaining but focused stage for him to perform on. And yeah, I I thought this was really good. I did as well. Now I wouldn't say this is in my like top five performances of Mass Singer history, but it was very again, very, very strong performance done here. But then I have to beg the um judges who they think this is. Mm-hmm. Because some of these guesses from the judges I didn't quite understand. Mm-hmm. Liana, okay. do you think Jason Momoa can sing like this? And is there oh, proof well, of him being able to sing like this? I don't know if there's proof of him being able to sing like this, but to be honest, I just, I, I don't even pay attention to the judges guesses anymore. <laughs> That's shady. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but no, of course it's not Jason Momoa. There's no way. No, I, I mean, I don't certainly don't think so. But how tall is Jason Momoa, Liana? I mean, he is a BD. I how think, tall? I assume. I don't know. Let me see. Jason Momoa. Did I tell you the first? I watched the first Aquaman movie. My mom yes. was like, yeah, it was really good. It was terrible. Um, All right. He's 6'4". Maybe not as tall. Well, he's taller than Thad. Okay, listen. What is... Why does this matter? Hmm? Oh, yeah. So someone guessed The Rock, um, which, again, please stop with these random guesses. Okay. This isn't In The a Rock. A million years, like you would get The Rock. The Rock just opened up the Super Bowl. Come the on. Rock, listen, the first, The Rock is busy, right? Even if they got The Rock, I feel like because of how predominantly successful um, Moana was, there's no world where you're not going to recognize that voice immediately. Yeah. So know, if you're exactly. in a hunchy position, you're like, mm, maybe, I don't know. That's not strong enough for me. Also, mm-hmm. uh, everyone knows The Rock was a football player for the Calgary Stampeders, which uh, famously not a bulldog. So Nailed it. Mm, mm, not not uh, this Rock. Uh, okay. Uh. So, okay. I have, honestly, I have nothing else, okay, for this segment. Let's just talk about the final performance. Okay, this was the third performance in the order. The Ram. Now, the Rams performance starts with the Ram pointing at Eric Stone Street, and they made mm-hmm. a big deal of this. Of like, ooh, Eric Stone Street got a point out. Did you notice that? I noticed that. The best part of this performance for me was the big ass cape that the Ram had attached to them while they were performing. What are your thoughts? You know what it reminded me of? Did you ever in elementary school play with those big parachutes where you would put the parachute up in the air and then you'd run underneath it? No, what? What? It's like a giant parachute. And you would never play, heard of this. Yeah, and you would play in gym class and everybody would like throw it up in the air. Okay, here, I'm gonna share with you what that looks like. Yeah, gym so, class for us predominantly was 
yeah, all the good soccer players are going to play soccer and pick all the non-great players and make them feel bad about their skills for an hour and a half. No, look. Look at the giant parachute with all the kids underneath it. Look how happy they are. But then what's what- the what's the point? What do you mean what's the point? You're just so, like you're a kid. You play with it. You like run underneath it and you like run on top of it and you like But like is there a game like ooh, you got to run before it comes down or like is there a yeah. theme to it? Yeah, there's like different there's like different styles of games you can why play. Is, so Liana showing this to me on her screen and it's from a website called thisiswhyimbroke.com. <laughs> I mean, are they wrong? We need to order one of $49.99. Get your own giant multicolored parachute. Yeah, it comes in sizes ranging from six feet to 30 feet in diameter. So are they all the same price? But like, oh, that's I the still, big one. I still don't get it. What do you mean you don't get what is that? What is so that? You, you get? So everyone like gathers around and grabs a corner of this parachute, right? Yeah. And then the, you like all raise it and make it wave in the air. Yeah. And then, and then what? Like someone goes underneath it and like runs through? Yeah. Look, see, look at these kids. Look, look at they're running underneath it. Look how happy they are. Look, and they're playing. You know, maybe I just don't happy. remember how, as kids, we were fascinated by the tiniest things. Yeah, like, exactly. It's the same definitely, thing. Definitely. Like, yeah. The kids hmm. more interested in the box that the toy came in. Look, this one, see this parachute, they put a bunch of balls on top of the parachute and they throw the balls up in the air and then you got to re-catch it with the parachute. But you will catch it with the parachute. 20 parachute games for kids for giant fun-filled activities. Okay, go on. Okay, popcorn game, parachute launch, tug of war. Tug of war? Tug of war? (laughs) Yeah. How? Uh... Oh, this is just tug of war. You just roll the parachute up to be a. Oh spin come on! Gets... <laughs> okay, that's not the one I was thinking about. See, see how high you can launch objects up in the air with the parachute. That seems dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> probably is. What is the mad scientist game? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like something I would play. I feel like this one parachute tag. Yeah, much like parachute. Be- okay, so when you call others now, anyway, whatever. I feel like we're getting into the weeds here, but this is what it reminded me of. That's fine. What is the map scientist? Uh, it's just a demonstration of static electricity. That's not even a game. That's a, that's homework. It's not okay. That's rude. To to what? To the game? To, to the parachute no. gods? Uh, games can be educational. It's it's an insult to games. Just because a game is educational doesn't mean it's homework. You sound like you were a lot of fun as a kid. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> they brought out like... <laughs> I'm like the kid who was like organizing stuff was fun. Yeah. They brought out a soccer ball. Liana's like, but what's the educational value on this? Is there... You're like the person asking for the nutritional value. What's the educational purpose of this game we're going to play? <laughs> well, it's to learn... Uh, can it, like your like physical... What's the word I'm thinking of? Um, like physical education is education. Why are you trying to convince me? Like I know what PE stands learning. for. Okay, kinesthetic learning. Yeah. Okay. So this is a learning style. It's a kinesthetic learning style. It's where you engage in physical activities within the classroom. It's because you're physically moving. See, Mass Singer, do you see what you do when you don't give us a clue package? I'm being told off for not liking the giant parachute game. Yeah, how dare you not experience that as a child? Yeah, I'm, see, listen, my school didn't have a budget for a $150 parachute. <laughs> yeah, we were the privileged kids of our parachute. <laughs> the, can we play the parachute game? Mm-hmm. Dude, it was All like right. a cool day when the parachute came out. I'm just saying. Are you sick? What do you mean, like, like pizza day? Cool? Like, what? What is that? What level? Well, no, of cool it wasn't. It wasn't like we're watching a TV or like a movie in class day when they would roll out the cart with the TV on it. But those days were elite. Yeah, those those were iconic. All right. Well, anyway, let's let's use a parachute to jump out of this sure. and land onto the Rams' performance. Uh, well, we actually started talking about the Rams. That's how we got here with the cape. So mm-hmm. you thought the cape was like the parachute game. Mm-hmm. 
I thought they were going to have the backup dancers throw it up and run underneath it. But then I realized, I think it was just like pinned to the ground. I don't think people were holding it down. Or were I there think people so. holding it no, down? No, I think it was just pinned to the ground yeah, and they let air bad. go underneath it so that it would be like rising in the be, air. It yeah, was that's very nice. Bad. I like yeah, that no. part. No, they should have had people there like to then throw it up in the air and go run underneath Again, I feel like that would be too distracting to the performance. And when the Ram is already coming in at a disadvantage. It was boring. The Ram's performance was boring anyway. It would have been more entertaining. Well, that's why they put it third right before yeah. the thingamabob. They knew what they were doing. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, it was learned to fly by the Foo Fighters if we haven't mentioned that already. It was a lot of pointing, not a lot of movement because essentially because of the whole cape thing, the oh Ram God. was trapped. So I I messed up with my notes. I thought th- I thought the Ram is that. I didn't think the Thingamabob is that. Oh, <laughs> that makes oh. more sense. I was like, I didn't. I don't think Thad can sing like that. I thought this was Thad. <laughs> Never mind. Wow. Yeah, but the the Thingamabob is the one with the Aquaman references. Is it? Did who did I think the Ram was? Hold on, let me go back and look. I thought it was Kyle Chandler from Friday Night Lights. <laughs> Yeah, because that's when we talked about we thought this was someone adjacent to sports and not a quarterback. So this is where it came in. Wow. See, Mass Singer, you don't give us clue packages. We get all our notes messed up. Mass Singer's ruining everything. (laughs) Okay. Yes, I remember because the Ram was someone who I thought was like related to football, but not a football player, which to be fair, when Joe Buck is unmasked as the Ram, related to football, not a football player. So I feel like we nailed it. Yeah, we nailed it in that regard. Now, I'm just thinking of the listeners who have been for the last 15 minutes being like, you did wrong. You were not talking about that wasn't that wasn't the thingamabob. You thought about that with the Ram. So I look forward to the tweets we get. And then if you did tweet us and then you heard us correct it, please tweet us again so that I know that you uh, uh, listened and we're like, oh, oops. (laughs) Okay. (sighs) well, I did it again. Oops, I did it again. So yeah, the mega clue was has an Emmy to add to their collection. It's a multi-Emmy mm-hmm. winner. Uh, Ken Jong thinks it's Jason Sudeikis. Yes. And Eric Stone Street thought it was Ty Burrell, which if Ty was ever on the show, I would lose my mind. I love Ty Burrell so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I can never get enough Phil Dunphy in my life. And then Jenny went with Jason Biggs. And then the funniest part of the night comes when the Ram says, well, I don't think Jason Biggs could fill out this costume. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> For who? Everyone, <laughs> me. <laughs> you felt awkward. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, that's, not, that's not what he typically. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to go there. Okay. All right. Uh, also, old E was also <laughs> a thing that happened when he was referring to Eric Stone's old E for Eric Stone's. Yeah, nickname. So. I don't know. I didn't watch Domino Masters, so maybe it's something that he says there. Well, they I also. Mean, Sorry, go ahead. Well, the Ram ends up the Ram. The, the Eric Stone Street ends up guessing Joe Buck by the end. So, like, yes, absolutely nails it out of the park. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Well, I think another thing the show did again, which we were tracking last season, but then they stopped doing it, was the Ram got a personalized shout out from Kate Hudson. He's going home. Bye bye. For for me, I was like, okay, it's between the Ram and the Cyclops and the duel the duel. And then I just didn't know which one of them was gonna go. But then after the performances and then after the Kate Hudson message, I was like, all right, bye, Ram. All right. So let's just talk about the duel now. Okay. So the duel 
is a thing that they want us to believe is going to matter. And it is uh-huh. Western style duel. We're talking, they're making them t- take 10 steps apart. They're, they've got a tumbleweed on the stage and everything. When you're thinking bottom two, we all had the same thought. It's going to be Cyclops versus the Ram. When I saw that the Firefly was in the bottom two, Liana, I lost my mind. This is ridiculous. Okay. I have a conspiracy theory for you. Do you think it was staged? And do you think her walk off was staged? Because that felt staged. She she was like, so now I don't know. She could have been upset, but she like storms off the stage. And then the audacity of them to have in the lower third, 30 seconds to air. It's taped. There's no such thing as 30 seconds to air when it's taped. You can literally edit it out. It's not even like tape to air or whatever it's called. It's not even like the Big Brother Canada live evictions where it's like filmed earlier that day, edited, and then set. like, no, this is literally like months later when you're going to end up airing the show. So don't play me with this whole 30 seconds to air. Is it like 30 seconds to on air? Like 30 seconds to when they're going to hit record? I they were know. recording. They had footage. <laughs> I guess the cameras don't stop what? rolling. They just delete that yeah. roll. No, what are they going to be like? Oh, okay. So we only have 30. We only have 42 minutes worth of tape. Yeah. So they're like, we can cut. only hit play cut. Yeah. Cut. Okay. No. Nick, stretch out a little bit. All right. We'll be right back in two minutes. And then 30 oh. seconds before they come back, the firefly dips. Maybe. I don't know. It was weird. So now I'm like, did she actually choke? Like, did McMuffin actually throw his helmet off? Like, first of all, also confusing. It's, it's Mick Terrier. Get it right. Sure. Mick Terrier. Uh, <laughs> although, if McMuffin was on, that'd be the biggest <laughs> obvious crossover promotion <laughs> nonsense we've ever seen. All right. So in this, <laughs> it, it, in the the good, the bad, and the Mick delicious this season, <laughs> it's the McMuffin. <laughs> it's Big Mac. It's Chicken McNuggets and it's Grimace. Grimace is just Grimace, okay? Grimace comes out. The Hamburglar's here. <laughs> I'm excited for the Mass Singer season where it's just all of those characters. It's just a 100% promotion with McDonald's. Yeah, well, it'll be Mass Singer, uh, Chuck E. Cheese versus McDelicious versus uh, Wendy's. Versus like, yeah, but it would be, oh God, but it, I think like, yeah, Wendy's or it would be just oh. like, miscellaneous the third team would be miscellaneous it would be the the burger king it would yeah. be wendy's mm-hmm. it would be like the creepy jack-in-the-box clown yeah and um the uh, colonel dave dave yeah. from wendy's what jake from state farm <laughs> okay <laughs> jake isn't in the fast food business that, that won't work <laughs> oh does taco bell have a mascot uh ta- the bell <gasps> Oh my god, do you remember that Quiznos commercial? The super weird, creepy one? No. You, oh my god, okay. Alright, I'll send it to you later, but that mascot. Well, People who know the commercial are going to know what I'm talking about, and it's like terrifying. When that season, and that season will put Mass Singer back on the map. I'm calling it right now. If they did that, where it's like all the mascots singing, ooh, that'd be so great. Mass Singer Fast Food Edition. Yeah. Okay, here. Okay, can you play something from your desktop? Like if uh, I were to send you a video. I can, can like, you, you want the it? audio on the podcast? Yeah. Yes, please. It's 30, it's only 30 seconds. It's quite All right. short. I can, but if you speak, you will be her. Oh my God. Okay, I'll, sh- I'll shut her. my mouth. Okay. okay. All right. Oh my God, this looks terrifying. All right, let me just set it up where I can uh, play it. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Uh, Liana sent me a Quizno sub link. Let's see what this commercial is about. We love these hogs! This is not. So don't recall our off! We need bring up the bomb! Who thinks to eat all your changes? Who only runs up for his dogs? This isn't real. This isn't real, Liana. This is a fake parody. It has to be. This isn't a real commercial. Uh, Okay, for those of you who know the video I'm talking about, it's like the weird, like, creepy hamster things with the eyeballs going in every direction. Oh my god, this is a real commercial. Yeah, it's real. 
What? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. This was it's like an it's like annoying orange energy. <laughs> it's a forgotten treasure of Americana. How dare you? <laughs> okay, well, that would not be on the cuddly team. Let me put out that out there right now. <laughs> Okay, I'm suddenly not surprised why Quiznos is in shambles the way it is. How dare you? I love Quiznos. You do love Quiznos. Quiznos, I feel like I've enjoyed more than I do Subway. They Quiznos does a hot sub. I don't feel like Mm -hmm. Subway's figured out their hot sub recipe yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's because they have that, like, conveyor toaster belt versus, like, a microwave. (laughs) Good old conveyor toaster belt. (sighs) Yeah. Anyway, oh my god, okay. oh, where, 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 where are we talking, talking about? We're okay, talking about. I don't know. Matt Singer, the duel. Oh, you called the McTerrier the McMuffin. Oh, oh the yeah, conspiracy yeah, yeah. theory. There we go. Okay. Oh yeah. What a what a web you we- uh, weaved there. Okay, so mm-hmm. as far as please stop, <laughs> stop singing. <laughs> the okay, so I fully would buy into the conspiracy. Can I raise you a further conspiracy? Mm-hmm. So the 9th of March is when Domino Master premieres, okay? Mm -hmm. Joe Buck gets unmasked on the same episode that Eric Stone Street is in, and they both are involved with this Domino Masters episode. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to the first week where I thought the Ram should have been gone week one. Do we think that they had booked Eric Stone Street for episode two, and they really wanted these two to be on together, so then they put Joe Buck there? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's possible. I don't think the Mass Singer really cares about who goes and who stays, as long as it's kind of like generally correct. So whether or not it's the McHamster or it's the Ram, I don't think... Why are you disrespecting this? I don't remember. I don't remember. What is it? The McHamlet? What is it? Why are you doing this? The McHamlet. I don't... I can't remember. McHamlet? (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember. Okay. Oh, the the, the McVirchant of Men, uh, Merchant of Venice. <laughs> the Mick Romeo and Juliet. The Virchant of Menace. You know, the Mick Macbeth actually would be like a cool <laughs> sandwich name. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> what is this podcast? Okay, okay. So the duel. Okay, so the Firefly yeah. versus the other thing was that the Firefly was the one remaining person from Team Good. So even mm-hmm. if I wasn't sure the Firefly would survive it, the fact mm-hmm. that there would have been two from like the bad team, one from the cuddly team, just didn't make sense to me. I thought yeah. they're going to want it to be balanced. So Team Good's going to go up there. I still, I think, you know, the whole walking off thing could have been staged and that's why they put the Firefly there. But that worries me for next week, Liana, that the Firefly's not going to go to the next round. It's possible. It's possible. I mean, if the voting came through where the thingamabob beat out the Firefly, only one of them can make it through. So I would give the edge to the thingamabob in terms of making it out as the representative from this group. I think it's interesting that we have one good, one bad, and one cuddly left. I wonder if every group is going to follow that same pattern. I hope not, because it's pointless if only one is going to make it through. I really hope, you know what, you know what, I take it back. I really hope that this doesn't mean that it's guaranteed to be one champion from each team in the finals, final finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I don't know. We'll see. So I will say <clears throat> that the Ram, the, the way that they did the duel was, was kind of fun. Like they did, they each got to do the pieces of a song, which is what we had seen before. It felt shorter. Did it feel shorter than in the past or no? It did. That's why I went to check the Smackdowns. This was infinitely shorter and less. There was like less production value on this versus the Smackdowns, Mm -hmm. honestly. So uh, the Ram did Take Me Home Country Road by John Denver, which I think was the best the Ram could have pulled out. And then God is a Woman by Ariana Grande was the Fireflies. The Firefly blew the Ram out the water and survives. But yeah, I don't The duel didn't didn't have as big an impact as I think they may have thought it had. Yeah, I would agree with that. It was fine, but it, it was, was it was. But honestly, once a firefly was put into the bottom two, all of the excitement for the duel went out the window because I was like, "What are they going to send the firefly home? Like, come on, they're not going to do that. The Rams going home." That's exactly so, what I felt. <laughs> I was like, "That's and, not going to happen." Yeah, but it just then, felt like a nothing burger. It did feel like a nothing burger. And then with the guesses, you know, again, Jason Biggs, Jason Sudeikis were guests, but then Eric Stone Street guesses Joe Buck, as does Robin Thicke, and it's Joe Buck. Okay, it's Joe Buck. 
Now, I found out Joe Buck recently, as recent as this past week, moved to ESPN. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't, do you think it's like a promotion for that? This is on Fox. Why would Fox want to promote that? Yeah. Like, hey, one of our longest lasting football analysts or commentators is now going to ESPN, but then also is still on. Again, I think this was a plug for Domino Master. I think that's what it was for. Like, they yeah. really focused more so on the connection with Eric than anything else. So, I don't know, but we'll see next week. Okay. So, this is the end. We'll see next week what happens with the final three. Liana, call your shot. Who's going to be the champion of Group A? Uh, thingamabob. For the sake of competition and not going with the same answer, I'll say Firefly. <laughs> and then we'll see. Okay. One of our draft picks, I have Firefly, you have Thingamabob. One of them is probably going to last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's going to be Thingamabob. I just think that Thingamabob is a stronger performer from the group, but I wouldn't be mad if Firefly were to take that slot either. Big same. I've had the exact same sentiment as you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I want to talk about Joe Buck's clues real quick. First of all, they mentioned the antlers in his clue package. I didn't even notice antlers. I so did I was like, that. I am a horrible. I need to go back and rewatch because clearly I can't do it. But I loved the fact that the Hamlet X Macbeth, or sorry, I should say McHamlet X Macbeth was play by play. I thought that was so good. Oh, snap. Yeah, because she asked Jenny, Jenny, one of them asks about one of the judges asked about it. And he's like, yeah, it was play by play. That is very I like that. Yeah, that's good. That's so cool. Yeah, that's actually a very good clue. Yeah. Anyway, so I thought that was really fun. So now I need to go back and review the one clue package we have. I hope we get a clue package next week. We we must. We surely must. Like, it's so annoying because two people are going home. So it doesn't even matter except for really the third person. Because it's like, unless I can guess it in the few minutes that I have in between. Well, that's the thing. If we're not going to see, if we're not going to see the winner of this group until like the finale, we better get a clue package next week because then we're going to the finale with just two clue packages, if that. No, one. If it we get one the, next week, if it's we two. Don't, yeah, if we get one yeah. next week. But if we don't get one next week, it's one. That's wild. That's messed up, bro. The, well, we'll get whatever the the extra bit is, right? Next week, they're like, all right, we've got the condiments. going to give you a little bit of spice. Here's the condiment clue, and that's what's the one item next week. So we'll get that at mm-hmm. least. But yeah. give, me a, give me a heavier clue package. I would like <sighs> that. I, I, I prefer that. Although, we still made it an hour-ish here, Liana, so maybe yeah, we didn't need it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just workshopping the next singer of Mass Singer. It's the yeah. food mascots. Alright, well, let's wind down now. Liana, where can people find you? What do you have going on besides the Mass Singer? Well, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race is still going on, so plugging along with that, season 14, we wrapped up UK versus the world, so that's done. So just season 14 for us. And then the B&B is back because Survivor is back, baby. We just had episode two. And so myself, Mike, and our guest, Jordan Kalish, will get into everything uh, on the B&B. And I'm prepping the game this week. I'm very excited for it. So I'm you got to sample some of the questions. So I think he can attest, hopefully, to how fun it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> It's not great, folks. I'm kidding. Aww. I'm kidding. No, no, no. I will say I'm I'm very happy with the sampler I got. I'm upset that I'm not on to play it, but I will be playing along for sure, Liana. It's going to be fun. It's going to yeah, be a good time. I can't wait. Yeah, myself, you can find me on Twitter at Puyaism. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. stream there three or four times a week. Come say hi. And then I'm still doing the 90 Day Fiance podcast where we're on the Rahap Ups Network with Rob. We're getting a new season real soon. So in a month, we're going to have a whole other season to talk about. The fun doesn't stop on the Hot Mess Express, folks. And I'll be there the whole way. And then Big Brother Canada, I do the live feed updates on Friday. You can find me doing other stuff with Big Brother here and there throughout the season. And I will be Rob's guest on the feedback show this week for Survivor 42. Been a fun season so far. I can't wait to dig my teeth into it and talk about it. And last, but certainly not least, I'm talking Bel Air with the one and only Chappelle a.k.a. Carlton, over on Post Show Recaps. So come check us out there. Beller's been a lot of fun to talk about. It's the first time I'm podcasting about something that's not uh, that's uh, scripted, so it's been a fun change of pace. Come check us out there. It's a good time. Now, 
We have reached the end of the Mass Singer podcast. Until we unmask you next week, take care, have a good one, and please, please, please give us some clue packages. Bye. Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and safety. Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.